1: So we're back again for the car debate. However, the problem is we are yet again not going to debate cars. We promise you we will return to debating cars. We'll get
0: there. Yeah, we'll get back but to we it.
1: But we are so excited about this Germany pilgrimage film that we cannot stop talking about it. And since it just released between the last podcast and this podcast, it has released. Many of you have watched it, already reviewed it. So thank you for those that have watched it. We are going to talk about it again, but we're going to do it differently. It's not just Paul and I going, hey, we went to Germany this time. It's all four of us. Yeah, Paul got is here, special that's, that's not that hard. But Tom is here. He's our shooter, Helmsic. Tom Helmsic from Germany is here. Edgar Perez, who is our shooter that lives in LA, is here. All four of us—you can imagine—we sat down. I literally sat down with my my clock and went, "Okay, what time do we need to be on the thing so that we can all be awake?" And what? So here we are. All four of us are going to talk about Germany. You may have seen our film from last week, which was "Surprise!" You're driving the ring, starring these two guys who were not just our shooters; they were with us to beat up on Germany for five days. So, Tom and Edgar, thank you for being here.
2: Yeah, thanks, guys. Hey, Todd, no worries. We're happy to be hey, here. Hey, what's up?
1: Oh, and I should—I should—I should actually clarify. For those of you that are wondering, uh, Tom is our German national that was with us. He was totally our German fixer. However, and I'm going to rat you out, Tom. Tom learned English by watching American TV shows. So inexplicably, he kind of sounds like he's from somewhere back east. So when you hear somebody that could be like, is he on Sopranos? Is he from Breaking Bad? I'm not sure who I'm listening to. That's Tom. He has no German accent. He sounds like he's from maybe New Jersey. I'm not sure. So that's That's Tom. So you'll understand that.
3: Yeah, I'll, I'll dial back the question, though, so it's all good.
0: Awesome. Hey, guys. Yeah, thanks for being here. I'm glad <laughs> that, uh, you know, you got a chance to get in this car, and, and uh, it was at the end of the day. I'm refreshing your memory here. It was at the end of the day. It was, I think it was one of our last shoot days, as a matter mm-hmm. of fact, mm-hmm. and it was a rush. I mean, we didn't tell you very much stuff in advance. We essentially told you to get helmets, get in the car. You're going to be on track, and you're jumping in the car with Costas. And I think it, you know, it was a surprise. Originally, we were going to do this as a, you know, hey, for 99 euro, Todd and I, you know, were yeah. showing you can jump on the track in this car. But we wanted to give it to you. And I think what's so great is it's showing that to everybody online. They're saying, well, really, I could just, I could do this because everybody thinks that it's a lot of cost to go do this. And I want to know what you guys thought when we came up to you and said, here you go, gift. You're going now. <laughs> And it was, I was actually concerned, Edgar, you weren't going to get a full lap in because it was close to, it was like 7.15 but by the time you got on track, I think. And then you had to put in, you know, what, a nine, 10 minute lap or whatever it was. So I, I'm curious as to what you guys thought as soon as we came up to you and said, surprise.
2: Yeah, it was pretty amazing. Um, yeah, I believe it was one of the last days. Um, yeah, it was, you know, last day. Yeah. Um, being there for 5 days and just pretty much you know doing the early wake ups and the late light late light, uh lights out was 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 tough <laughs> but it was all worth it because at, you know at the very last day we got to you know drive the ring which is something that a lot of people don't get to do and um honestly it came a lot sooner than expected so it was it was great
0: <laughs> go ahead Good, I'm yeah. glad. I, I, uh, there was a comment on there that said, hey, the driver keeps changing his disguise. At one point he had a mustache, and then he doesn't have a mustache, and now he does have a mustache. And I thought it was funny, because people are realizing that it was between the both of you. It was cut between back and forth, and getting both of your reactions as you were hurling around the ring. And I, I think the biggest thing that people are saying is the amount of information coming at you. For first time on the track, first time on the Nurburgring, in a car, mm-hmm. here's Kostas, mm-hmm. you've got traffic and hurry up and get on there before yeah. track time shuts down at 7.30 in the evening. I mean, Thomas, this was like, you've been on track before, but this was a wave of information at you.
3: Uh, yeah, well, first of all, the Ring you have officially 73 turns, right? Most of them are blind turns. Yeah. And I didn't know the track. I did not play the track on the video games, <laughs> i.e. <laughs> I had to trust coasters uh-huh. at all yeah, times. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He's like, okay, over crest. You just go right, and you just kind of go pull out.
1: (laughs) Trust trust that it's there. Um, Yeah, trust that it's there.
3: Probably going to work. There's probably road there. Could be a tree, but probably road. (laughs) Yeah,
1: exactly. (laughs) Hopefully not a tree. Well, and you'd done done the GP track, what they actually use for F1 now. But you hadn't ever done any part of the ring. Of course, you guys rode with us. I mean, that's something, if somebody hasn't seen the film, they don't realize this. When we didn't have an instructor in the car with us riding right seat, one of these guys rode with us. So that helped us with radio chatter and call-in traffic, and also it just allowed you guys to get a little bit of time on the ring. Because early on in the shoot, we didn't know you guys were going to end up driving. We had kind of talked about, wouldn't it be cool if we could right. guys on the track? But we didn't know, honestly, between the two of us, if there was a way that was really going to happen. And it wasn't until about halfway through the shoot that we realized, wait a minute, wait a minute. We've got this Clio lap that Costas wants to take us on to talk about the 99 euro thing. That's perfect for you guys. But you had been thundering around the track with us. But it's not the same, really. <laughs> you know, so. I, yeah, I, you know, it's. Yeah.
0: Keep going. It, it's
2: not the same. It's not the same. But it definitely helped. Um, just being did on the track it, for you, I think I think for me it did Because The things that I noticed Or the things that I was Paying attention to the most Is just like you I I had never driven it On, on Grand Theft Auto Or anything like that Yeah um, Sorry <laughs> Grand Theft Auto On 5 like You can drive but, uh, that uh, But the Nurburgring on Grand Theft Auto, Auto, <laughs> <laughs> Auto <laughs> R- Would awesome be right. awesome I had never driven it On grand Turismo 5 Yeah It's like I gotta pick up a hooker next nice. I had never driven it on on GT5 and just getting the sense for it um and getting um the turns and kind of knowing uh what what's coming next that really helped for me. Mm. Uh, it was still a lot of information but um, it definitely helped uh riding along and just kind of seeing the atmosphere of sure. you know bikes coming by you yeah. like at 150 miles an hour or whatever and different
1: things like that. Yeah, definitely.
3: There's something I want to slip in there, um, because Paul, you said it was 7:15. Uh, Actually, we had come back from spa, and remember, um, we wanted to go on the highway, but we couldn't because uh, somehow there, there was like a traffic violation of uh, traffic, what call it. The help me out here.
0: Oh, um, uh, was it uh, shut down or delayed or something?
3: Exactly. Exactly. Yeah, so, us, yeah. so we, yeah, we had to take the country roads, and we came there late. That's right. So Eddie actually, Eddie actually had to pull off like 11 minute uh, laps so I could still get on track. Yeah. So yeah, we remember we were
1: we were debating at the last minute. All right, Edgar has to go first because Edgar's flown here from L.A. If Tom has to come here and do his lap That's later, right. he could. That's right. But we were trying to get both you guys back to back, and it was like you know. I think you were both. I think you were probably running laps around the parking lot. You were so excited, but hoping, hoping desperately that Edgar would be back in time. And I think he breezed under the parking lot and all but leapt from the car.
3: <laughs> I basically That's like I ripped Edgar <laughs> from the car when I got there. Yeah, and you just, yeah. just toss, gave him my jacket and tossed like, his right,
2: jacket get, at get, me. Get, get,
3: Get out of the uh, car! Get out of
0: the car! Because we couldn't get see that. We were shooting. Yeah. We we had no idea what was going on, and we were waiting for you to come by, Thomas. Yeah. Right? Because you went after Edgar, yeah. and we were yeah, waiting yeah. for you to come by, hoping that we saw Cleo after Edgar's laugh. Going, yeah. hope we see him. Which means had, had you know, I you're gotten on to
3: the track, one minute later, the gate would not have opened. This is how close this was. It was very last So I adjusted my my seat and stuff, like, basically while I'm driving towards the track. Like, (laughs) all right, yeah, that'll do. This will be fine. It'll be great.
1: (laughs) What could be a problem here? Yeah, I get it.
0: Edgar, you mentioned that it helped you being in the car because both you guys rode with both of us. We switched out at some point, and so you were, I think it was the M3 that we got a lot of seat time in. So both of you, you know, saw both of our styles, you, you know... We're riding with both of us. But, Edgar, you got to go both laps with Todd, I believe. Because, Todd, you had mm-hmm. your lap, and then you instantly wanted to do it again, and you got, got to go back through to back. the gate yeah. Yeah, and yeah, had and that, that and back-to-back lap, which was so beneficial. And then, mm-hmm. Edgar, you got to see what Todd did differently, what mm-hmm. he learned from. Did that help you when you were watching him drive?
2: Um, it did, just being able to see it um, you know, twice in a row. But what I noticed the most was that actually how much better – Todd did the second time around yeah there's mm. all these little there's little adjustments that you make because it's so fresh in your mind mm-hmm. yeah. there was there was yeah. even a point where I was like wow this is so much better than the first lap
1: mm. cool. cool I
2: remember exiting the carousel
1: mm-hmm.
2: and it was like Todd hit the gas at the at the very at the exact moment mm. like for it to like pushes out, but not launches off. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Awesome. Uh, it was just, it was like, I even made a comment. I was like, that was really good.
1: Yeah, I think you did. It was on camera. Yeah, it was actually in the film a little bit. Yeah, yeah, oh, yeah. Funny. It was. That was actually an a, a amazing, crazy day. I didn't actually didn't play this up in the film very much, but that was a day that just the way that the shoot worked out, it was my birthday, and I wound up on Spa and The Ring on the same day, on my birthday. It was kind of like, okay, seriously, this doesn't really get better and, and I, it was amazing to get those two back-to-back laps because p- prior to that, I personally had been kind of plagued in the shoot. If I was in the car, somebody had a catastrophic wreck. And there would be, come around. I mean, I had one lap That's with true. Tom riding shotgun where I had four wrecks in one lap. You can you can, you can can get a sense of that in the film. But there's four wrecks in one lap. And, you know, Paul at one point, and you don't realize that this happened because there's no way to, to sell this in the film. But there's this one point where Paul starts ca- calling on the radio, hey, guys, you've got a wreck coming up. Okay, great. good, to, Thanks for telling us. And, and Tom <laughs> right. and I come to a wreck, and I think, oh, okay, that's the wreck you meant. No, no, that's a totally different wreck. The wreck <laughs> Paul's talking about, we haven't even gotten to yet. <laughs> oh so, gosh. I mean, that's the thing about, there were so many wrecks every time I was out, that the chance to do two back-to-back, and, of course, we've condensed all these. You kind of get the high points of a lot of this in the film. But, yeah, I had the chance to do two back-to-back in the M3. And the other thing about it was just kind of learning the car versus the track, which is what Edgar's talking about. Where to put your foot in it so that you can actually the transmission and everything is listening to you so that there's a discussion that right. we have about the when difference the kick between down the M3 occurs and all that yeah, kind of thing. Exactly, there's a discussion about the difference right. between the the response time in the M3 and the GT3 and other things we drive. And I was having to kind of learn that in relation to the track as well. But I mean, this is I honestly feel like that even though Paul and I kind of were learning the track and kind of had driven the track enough on video games to vaguely know, okay, this is the left or a right. I feel like you're learning the track like crazy every single time because there is so much stuff changing around you yeah. that it's not like, well, this will be just like the last lap. No, it won't. No, it won't at all. <laughs>
0: no. You, you, you think you've gotten around once. You think, ah, I've got it and I'm ready to go. And <laughs> everything changes because of traffic was the biggest issue that we had. And Thomas, I think you still had traffic even late at night. I mean, people are pushing it right up until the gate closes. They're yep. on track. So funny. They are but 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 luckily I
3: did have a relatively clean lap. Uh no accidents, which was mm-hmm. a first for me. <laughs> I think I had one lap with Paul where there weren't any accidents, but yeah. I was pretty happy yeah. I didn't have any. Sure. Um yeah. But it's still at the same time you try to you get all this information from your um from your instructor, which is an experience I've had before, but that was on a track with runoff. Actual yeah. runoff. Oh yeah, yeah. Yeah. And yeah. I knew the track because I had prepared on the video games, right?
1: right. Mm-hmm. It's a modern and track in that with particular runoff.
3: case, I just didn't mm-hmm. um, because it was like, like you said, here's a helmet. Let's go. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Yeah, well, I, here, I, here's a question for you guys. I, guess...
1: I want your thoughts on the briefing because we were both kind of shocked by, for lack of a better way to put it, the depressing discussions during the briefing about how this could only go wrong. I mean, what was your <laughs> takeaway?
2: <laughs> well, um, yeah, go ahead, Eddie. When you guys told us about the briefing, I was like, well, I've seen other briefings, you know, I've gone to tracks with other people, I've gone to go shoot or whatever. Mm -hmm. I'm sure it's scary, but you guys must be just exaggerating. And then I went to the briefing, and it was probably worse than what you guys had told us. Like, it, it literally was oh like, hey, you're going to crash. This is how much it's going to cost. Uh-huh. Uh, people have died. And yeah. it didn't help that on your first laptop, there was a, a car that, you know, was flipped over. It, yeah. it just yeah, it yeah. was crazy. Yeah, like, it, it it hits you really quickly. Yeah,
1: yeah. That that shot is it kind of teased a little bit, even in the trailer that we had. You know, we had a Mustang flipped. I mean, it was it was insane. That's yeah. interesting. Yeah, what were you going to say, Tom? I,
3: I was actually going to ask you guys because um, Gabe, our instructor, or your your instructor, yeah, right. he said the track is going to be a different car with uh, different cars, uh, a d- different track with different cars because mm-hmm. you have more power now. All of a sudden, a bump is going to be much more significant. Mm -hmm. um maybe you can talk about that well
1: i mean that's i think it's absolutely true but i think the thing that changes it is the speed of it and how fast i mean the m3 versus the Magan, for example you were hitting bumps faster but the m3 also weighed more so you had both of those factors that played into that crest or that bump that i'm hitting because i'm on this side of the track the car is acting totally differently to the way that it just compresses over that bump. And I've hit it with a different wheelbase, a different weight, at a much higher speed. So there's a section where you come around. There's I'm not calling it right, but there, there's this big sand trap you come around, and then you go down toward foxhole. okay? And you kind of pick a straight line down these this curving. It's, it's gradual S-curves. You can kind of pick a straight shot down into foxhole. That impression, the feeling there in that car, the M3 versus the Magan, was almost entirely different, because the Magan is front-wheel drive and significantly lighter, and that M3 almost felt like it was trying to flatten all all the bumps as it went through there. I mean, it just felt like it was hammering down that hill. Whereas the Magan was, was bouncing around a little bit. It's this little front-wheel drive, fun little hatch you know, mm-hmm. b- bouncing down there. Right. The M3 had none of that. It was just trying to be just a steamroller <laughs> yeah. down to foxhole. That was totally different feel. Plus, it was significantly faster. I was intellectually aware, even though it was not even on the same day that I got good laps in those two cars. I was intellectually aware that the M3 was a completely different animal through that stretch.
0: Well, yeah. Then you add to it, you know, you're you're traveling so much faster, and your brake mm-hmm. modulation coming to corners is so different because now you're carrying so much speed. And I remember those McGann brakes were pretty good. Mm-hmm. I think we liked that car, yeah, definitely. you know, yeah. a lot more than I thought I was going to. And then, you know, when you jump to the M3, you're carrying so much speed, and your brake modulation for, you know, the car compression, all that stuff. That's another thing. What did you guys think of the elevation changes? Of the whole track overall, I mean, you had ridden with us, but then now you're driving it, and eighty percent of the track is blind, and all that stuff we learned in the drivers' meeting. <laughs> all now the stuff you've we're supposed to be terrified it. of, yeah, yeah, exactly. Yeah, um, yeah, Edgar, what did you think? Or Tom, go. Uh, actually,
3: yeah. Um, we never, at least I didn't go quite fast enough to have very many uh, zero G moments. <laughs> Um but I don't think you want you, to go that you, you fast. Don't though, want you? to. Nobody should fast. be. That's not your intention, but go on. No, but but if you go over crest, right? Uh-huh. And then yeah, yeah. in the comp- you compress, and yeah, that totally. is what you would consider yeah. a zero G yeah, moment. I no? get it. Yeah. Yeah yeah. And that sure. is what you get if you if you are in a fast car. No? It is? Yeah, yeah we wow. got it. I mean it I remember is. we had a
1: couple of those in the M three. I remember that. Keep going.
3: Yeah. Yeah. Anyway, so What I liked, and actually, that is what I took from uh, driving with Paul, I believe, is brake before crest, coast over, brake again. Mm.
1: And I've done that. Mm -hmm.
3: But if you go back to the video, you can can actually see Costas go, oof okay, ah, well, it worked. <laughs> yeah. right. There's a
1: moment, actually, in the YouTube video where Costas starts going, don't panic, don't panic, and I feel like he's talking to himself. <laughs> <laughs> I actually right. feel like he's going, no, 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 oh, wait, we'll be fine. So, I, yeah, it's... I. I you have guys to obviously
3: give... only saw a cut version of uh, Eddie, and my se- uh, Eddie and myself driving on the track, but once we approached the gantry, I was like... Costas, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry, I'm so sorry because I felt like I had done such a bad lap but after checking out the footage, it's like, all right, for a first lap, that's pretty all right. Well, I have yeah. to say this. Yeah, I, I mean, I, I,
1: I applaud you guys for how well you did on first lap and kind of first exposure, too. I mean, just like it's not only just, hey, take a first lap of the ring. It's like, hey, take a first driving fast lap. Have a nice day. You know, so there's that. <laughs> and I have Grab to be problems. honest, I, I'm pleased with the YouTube commentary so far because I was kind of concerned for you guys. People are going to be like, well, these guys are slow. but they But they've grasped the reality of the fact this is a first lap ever. And in Edgar's case, it's a first track lap ever. So that so compounds the difficulty of trying to do well. Now you've got Kostas over here jabbering constantly, which is simultaneously helpful and really concerning. (laughs) You know, I mean, that was the case. Seriously, seriously, that was the case.
3: I love that guy. He's so cool. He's great. He's great. (laughs) And
1: that was the case even with Dom. We had both Dom and Gabe with us, and they were a constant flow of info. And you're trying to to You know, take in all of that and actually then act on it before the information is too old to matter. And so you guys were totally thrown in the fire. And I love that people are responding and respecting that reality because, honestly... You guys both, I feel like, had much harder first laps than we did because Paul and I kind of came in, kind of swaggered our way in like, oh, we, yeah, we right. know what we're going to do. We're going to do this. Right. Which right. isn't exactly how it went, but at least I think you guys are much more like, um, okay, uh, let's try that. sort of
0: throw them to the wolves. but <laughs> exactly. I, Yeah, I mean, track for you, Edgar, first track, first everything, and a car that you've never driven. Awesome. Yeah,
2: yeah, that, that was definitely something that was also um, – that made a difference. The car had yeah. never driven that car. Sure. And uh, not just that. I mean, there's other things going on. And this wasn't in an in, intercut into the video on YouTube, but actually on my lap, there was construction going on <laughs> on on the track. Yeah. Wow. Oh, we were driving right. through it. Yeah, right. Oh if you gosh, notice, there's a the part with Costas. Yeah, where Costas uh, tells Tom, like, slow down because there's construction up ahead. And then he says, oh, no, it's clear. Mm-hmm. Well, on my lap, there was actually, like, four construction workers and a truck <laughs> on the track. So just things sure. like that. Oh, I'm like, not? well. Okay, now I have to look out for huge construction trucks and people on the track. Wow, this is so crazy! Like, <laughs> and, what and, and else? Right. You're
1: right. And technically, at that point, the track is still open to the public. This isn't like you got a special lap where they've closed the track. Oh, and yeah, The guys right. are looking for it. It's right. like, no, no, we're just going to work on the track now while you're trying <laughs> well, to drive. Well, everybody's running around the track.
3: Clo- closing down the track for working on it is just too expensive. Yeah. Because twenty-seven bucks a pop. Yeah. So um, yeah, we're
1: not going to close it down. Yeah, insane.
0: I've already exactly. noticed that they've raised their prices for 2016. It's now 29 euro a, a lap, which oh, is oh, wow. uh,
1: we're already out of date. Wow. Yeah, we're already
0: out of date, but whatever. I, I, uh, Todd and I have been so just, I don't know. I've I've come back revolutionized by having done what the four of us have done. Mm-hmm. Not all about you guys, but I've been consuming Nurburgring crash videos. In vast <laughs> quantities on the internet. Because now I'm going, we were there. Oh, I'm watching his line. Oh, oh yeah, he's going to the fence. Yep, there he goes. Bam. <laughs> and now I'm watching the cameras from the other way pointed up the track. And I'm recognizing sections of the track from the other direction. Looking yeah. at them going, okay, so, yeah. all right, I see how they came out of there. Yep, going into the fence. Wow. Yeah, I you're just, right. I, I'm obsessed with it now. I,
3: it's I, pretty I'm funny. I'm going to send you guys a video. It's from the 60s and 70s. Um, where they film actual crash compilations uh, with, like, 8mm cameras. Yeah, I think I've seen that. There's,
1: like... BMW 2002s falling on their roofs and Were stuff. Were they playing that yeah, at a, uh, And BMW
3: bugs like spinning out, like actually. And back in the day, they didn't have seat belts, right? So people actually oh. flying out of the car, exiting
1: the vehicle. Yeah.
3: <laughs> and there isn't any barriers, so you go off the track. All right, there's a cliff. Let's go. There he is, go. off into the
1: trees. Go, somebody, go <laughs> find him. I mean, that's it's shocking. But I mean, but that's the other thing about it is that compared to any modern track, as you mentioned it earlier, Tom, there's nowhere to go but the barrier. No. You get it wrong, and welcome no. to Arm. Co. I mean, that's the thing that, that also just kind of compresses your whole vision down when you do this, because forget the fact that it's barely two lanes wide, and there's almost always two lanes of traffic going. Then there's nowhere else to be. It's not like, well, I'll just go over here, and I, he'll get around me. No, there's no yeah, go over no anywhere. It's just, there's just barriers. so I better stick here and hope for the best. I'm actually curious to hear from you guys a little bit about Spa as well, because we got to Spa, and some people have seen this, and you can kind of tell in the trailer. We got to Spa, and it was pouring rain. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And we had a couple of sessions. We had to go. We had to get through the, the briefing, which was in German, so that was interesting. We had to get through the briefing. We had to go get a car. And then we had to get all our shots done. Paul and I are, are, are trading off on laps. You guys grabbed the Cayenne and just started driving around spa in the rain and shooting. And, and <laughs> Paul and I literally awesome. have no idea where we are. We're just like, <laughs> where, where you are. We're just like, yeah, all right, I I've got, no a, I've got a radio. Paul's got a radio. Those guys are somewhere. Let's hope for good footage. And by the way, the footage is awesome. I have so much good spa footage. I'm glad to put it in the film. But you guys had a totally different experience at spa than we did.
3: Yeah, we tried. We previously talked to Coasters, and he said, all right, you just go up that hill, and then you can just drive all around the track. And I'd been to spa a couple of times before, and I knew how to walk uh, everywhere. Yeah. But I didn't know how to drive there. Sure. And then we tried to go around the track with the Cayenne, and... Then we would have had to jump a fence, <laughs> decided not to after much discussion. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Then we went back to the track, and then it's like, all right, if we drive up there, all right, it says one way, and it's not the way we need to go. But if we drive up there, <laughs> we're going to get to Eau Rouge, I, We'll do that. It sounds yeah, good. Oh yeah. And we did. We drove all around the track, like all the way from Eau Rouge to Brussels to Puhan. And it was so amazing in a Cayenne red with yeah. the with the yellow calipers. Awesome.
2: Yeah, you know when you're in a in a in a Cayenne GTS, um, it's it's a lot easier to do things sometimes. <laughs> so we just figured, well, you know, we belong here. We're supposed to be here. Mm-hmm. So we just went out. We we did what you know had to do and got some good shots. Um, and the guys there were there was just like, yeah, that's cool. Get, get some good shots. Like, you know. It was so much fun. We were going around the entire track and just having a blast
0: trying to set up. I'm going to tell Porsche none of this, even though we're, of course, podcasting. <laughs> yeah, this is very it. publicly. Our friends anyway, at yeah. Porsche will know none of this, just ignore we, all of this. No, 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 no. You, you misunderstand. <laughs>
3: we, we didn't do anything to the car. You can ask Eddie. I was like, all right, yeah, yeah. we have to be extra, extra careful. Yes. There's a stone I'm actually going to get out of the car. Put it away, get back in the car (laughs) so we don't have to hit it. But you also bring
1: up another point, and that is that that Spa, unlike the Nürburgring, I mean, the Nürburgring, just based on scale and also on location, the reason you see crash videos from three or four corners is because those are the corners where you can park your car, walk 100 feet, and be at the track. Yep. There's all these other corners where it's like, let's hike through the forest with our gear, which for our time frame wasn't possible. I mean, I really mm-hmm. wanted to shoot carousel, and we just didn't have the ability to get out there and camp out there for the ability to shoot carousel on this yeah, one. Yeah, that would have been a hike. Point, we will, exactly. But, I mean, like YouTube corner that we call out and many others do, you see stuff from there all the time because there's a parking lot there. And But the crazy thing is, on spa, once you guys found the road, and I'm glad that you did, but once you guys found the road, you can drive... To pretty much the whole rim of the track, and you, you both of you got some amazing shots. I mean, some good high, high elevation stuff where you can see. There's one shot that you guys got coming out of the back, uh, actually looking from Puhan all the way to the the start finish straight. You can see from there in one shot, which is shocking. Yeah. So that the your access combined with the fact that if you didn't get us this time, we'll be back in just a few minutes. <laughs> Those two things right. just. That, that just so accelerated the number of shots and the number of things you guys could do to actually get even, great, even better shots. The ring, it was like, well, the car went by. Um, if That's they don't close the are. track, we'll see him in yeah. 40 minutes. You know yeah, what I mean? Exactly. It's just insane.
3: Yeah. And, and the question is, did it? Um, because sometimes we lost radio connection. Yeah. And then it's like, um, Eddie, do you know? Did they come by yet? Yeah. I don't know. And then it could be uh, within the next minute, could be 20 minutes. I don't know. Somebody mm-hmm. crashed. You just sit there yeah, and you're right.
2: wait for a BMW for a Renault. <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
3: Oh, Hopefully look, that yeah, was painted I for RSR.
1: Yeah.
2: Yeah, I think I had like 20 minutes for every 30 seconds of, of footage that was usable just because we were like, is that a white BMW? No. <laughs> is that a white BMW? No. <laughs> that- oh, there he went. Yeah. Right <laughs> it's like, that was him.
1: Yeah. <laughs> That's so yeah, funny. So
0: that was it made it interesting. Well, I was, was going to say
1: What were you going to say,
0: Paul? Sorry. Well, for all the high-speed driving we did I come back, we get back, we return to the US and I get an email. And it's oh. from our friends at Porsche. Mm-hmm. And it has an attachment. Edgar, I don't think you know this. It's got an attachment on it and it's from a a suburb of the city of Frankfurt. It's yeah. all in German, of course I can't read it. Please, and the guy please says, tell
1: people what you first <laughs> thought about this, too. Please okay, tell this in order. Yeah, keep I, going. I'll,
0: I'll, I'll tell this. And so I open this up, and I'm scanning it, and he said, oh, yes, you, um, we, we received a speeding ticket registered to the Cayenne that we loaned you while you were shooting your film. While so you I'm passing it along to you. I went, oh, no. And, you know, I'm thinking, Thomas, you were throughout the film, and there's actually one point on the film where you're telling us, slow down, slow down, there's speed cameras, because we noticed there's not a lot of cops in Germany with radar guns. That's typical in the U.S., but not in Germany, because they've got speed cameras, and they move them around and all this stuff. So I get this thing, and I look down, and I scroll, and they even have a picture of the driver. Yeah, and I'm looking at it, and it's all black and white. It's very grainy. It went through a fax machine, then it was scanned, and then it was yeah. emailed across the world. And here it exactly. is. I'm going, I think that's me. I, where is this? And of course, it's German. I, I don't know what it says. And then well, I, wait, I, I have I have to I always have to Todd. You you texted me hey
1: I, hey we I, I, I said, got a speeding you, yeah. you texted me and said hey I got a speeding ticket in Germany and of course I think this is hysterical yeah he's, he's like I'll send it, it to me. you so he sends me the attachment and like 30 seconds later I open the attachment I look at the attachment I look at it for a second I'm scanning and I go. Yeah, that's not Paul. That's, very, uh, that's that's very much a picture of me. So I sent yeah. him that text back, and I said, yeah, we got a speeding ticket, but you didn't get a speeding ticket. I got one. And here's the irony of it, is that, you know, We did absurd speeds in that Cayenne. You'll have to see the film to see, because honestly, I I don't even feel like the gravity of it comes across if I just tell you. You have to see it in the film to see how fast we really got that Cayenne. With these four guys you're listening to here and four Pelican cases and all our personal gear hammering our way down the Autobahn. We got great (laughs) speeds, but the irony is I got a speeding ticket in Germany for doing about five to eight miles an hour over what I should have been in a city. Yeah, and I think are going. Was, uh, well, that I'll I'll pay that. What is that going to cost me? I will pay that.
0: What was it? It was 66 <laughs> in a 50. So 66 so it's equivalent in the US about 45 miles an hour in a 30. So, maybe, okay, yeah. Maybe. No, no, no. no, yeah, no. You're it, over. It, it's less than that. It's is less, it less, than than that? less than that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 66 in a 50 is
3: it's like 6 or 7 mph over. It's not that bad. It's not a big deal. It, it, what was it, like 30 bucks? Yeah, like it, that? it was, like, it oh, was wow. like 30
1: euros. And at that point, I was like, consider what we did in Germany. I will pay you 30 euros. You can have my 30 euros. Yeah, exactly. So
0: here's the funny part. I, I had to go pay this ticket. Well, they don't accept credit cards, and I needed to pay it. So I had to go to the bank and do an international wire transfer. Uh-huh. So the amount of the ticket was 35 euros. And the wire transfer to send €35 Euros over to Germany was also €35. Euros. <laughs> <laughs> so but, it yes. cost us €70 Euros just to pay that thing off, and but, they've got their money. And but for
1: what we were able to I do with a Cayenne funny. and the kind of speeds we hit during this trip and the kind of driving we did in this yeah. trip, yeah. I will yeah. happily pay that fine. I mean, I was like, when you said speeding <laughs> exactly. ticket, I thought, like U.S. mentality, I thought, Oh dear God! Speeding! <laughs> what is this going to be? And then I thought it was like, know. all right, sure, sure, I'll,
3: that's fine, fine. This must have been at the end of our trip because everybody must have been tired because nobody noticed. Usually, you have like a bright red flash when you oh. get, when you actually. And yeah, you were calling him the out too,
0: Thomas. You were calling them yeah. out because you knew where to look. Was, we're still looking at yeah. shoulder height, and you're going, <laughs> yeah, yeah, was yeah it, shoulder was height. It yeah, watch the daytime movie. Daytime or nighttime? Does it say?
1: Uh, I'm sure it says, I I'm think, pretty sure it was daytime, but I'm not sure. I sorry. think it was
0: daytime, but I mean, maybe we're yeah. driving people back to the airport or something yeah, like that. I, I don't know, but uh, well, I just, real, I found that so quick, funny.
1: Real we, quick, we probably, we could probably go on for three or four hours, but before we actually do that, real quick, guys, I'm curious if you have any, like, favorite moments or surprises, real big surprises that, that you didn't expect that happened on this trip that, that would be worth sharing, because, I mean, everybody hears from us all the time, but I wanted to hear from you.
3: Yeah, I do, but it takes us back to the ring.
1: Okay, whatever. No, yeah. This has no order. This has, this, have, you, have you listened to our podcast? This has no structure. Come on, man.
3: It's Todd and I in the Megan, second lap. And the first lap, I was like, all right, this is cool. This is the ring. Second lap, I was supposed to radio in, all right, coming in hot. So the guys would know to shoot. Yeah. Yeah, right. Right. Yeah. I was kind of phasing out. I was like, okay. I was just realizing the magnitude of what the ring actually <laughs> means. And I'm yeah. not trying to pontificate here like others do but uh (laughs) uh, it's that is really a special special place yeah um and i i realized that right then right there and uh i was baffled i couldn't even speak anymore and then i just started yelling some crap into the radio Uh, so yeah that (laughs) was kind of the moment of the trip for me
1: yeah, Tom kind of zoned out. I was kind of like having to bring him back. And okay, we do need to radio them now. We we are we are at that place on the track. Tom, need you to come back, buddy. But but I mean that's cool. That I mean I I you know that was the thing for all of us. I think we had that kind of moment where it was like, oh my gosh, this is happening. We're doing this now. So that's cool, though.
2: Yeah. yeah. Edgar. Yeah, definitely. I think there was. I think the whole trip was kind of like that for me, where every thirty minutes or every couple of hours, like I I just kind of stare off and be like this is pretty cool <laughs> just like you know but but then I'd, you'd have to go back to work and, and it was awesome yeah just so many things about it and actually germany germany is so beautiful it's like i think i think that's one of the things that i came away with like just the beauty of germany and, and not just the natural beauty but the people and uh even like people at the track like mm-hmm. it was People were really nice. It was all a, a good atmosphere. It, I, I, that's what I really came away with.
1: Yeah, I can see that. I can see that because yeah. I agree with you. And yep. Plus, you're coming from dry and totally uh, burned-out California, and you're into to suddenly very green Germany, which is a shock in and of itself, so I'm not too surprised.
3: Yeah, I have two things. First of all, and... Uh, I actually prefer dry California on video. I like the yellow lines. Uh, Looks it's, so it's, good. But
1: it's because it's different for you though. You don't see <laughs> right, it all the time. It's, that's it's, the thing. So, keep so going. do you
3: prefer do you prefer Germany on video? Just yes or
1: no? I, actually I like variety. I actually like the California roads so much, but I don't want to see those in every video. I like to see a lot of variety of location. But you know, if you're a production team, that's hard to do.
3: Yeah. Oh. So my second thing is when we went to Gambala. Mm-hmm. And we actually drove with four cars. This is a Panamera 720 horse. Mm-hmm. Yep. This is a McLaren 12C, whatever. Yeah. Yeah, I don't yeah. know, 600, something it like that. It was about
0: 670,
3: 680, somewhere in there. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And then it was me in the Cayenne GTS yeah. with all the gear. Yeah. And then was it was it Andreas's uh, Cayenne as well? Yeah, I do Yeah, they remember. had a, they had was, a Gabala
1: yeah. Cayenne we didn't get on camera that was... That was yeah. nuts. I mean, it was that level of power where it's like this shouldn't be in an SUV. And they then they, they kept pronouncing it a suv, so we've kind of picked that up. That from now on, all That's SUVs right. should be pronounced suv. Makes which it easy. I agree. It's I, so why great. isn't that? Why isn't that universal?
3: I love that. Yeah. Yeah. And and we went to the location where we wanted to shoot, and I was alone in the Cayenne, but I had all that gear in the back, and you guys were really going. <laughs> I was like, all right. All right, I I got a whip. I got a whip. I this is yeah. my this is my time to whip the Cayenne and <laughs> I did. Up. And it's like and it's like okay. It kind of feels like what I'm feeling is the car is what you usually experience when you have a heavy car. Yeah. But this felt a little bit off it didn't feel exactly like that and i think that is because they did some tinkering with the suspension it's like all right i should be off the road right now mm-hmm. but it's still like pulling <laughs> and actually dripping
1: <laughs> i know and i the agree camera
3: you. gears flying fly left and right and yeah this is
1: awesome yeah i i, I hear you <laughs> that's the thing about those really high performance soothes is that my, my description is always it's going supersonic in a high chair? It shouldn't be possible. It doesn't feel right, and yet, especially that yeah. GTS. I mean, and it yet, was just here we are. yeah, Incredible. so powerful, so planted. I mean, we joked so much about the fact that you had to get over about 140 miles an hour before you're like, okay, this is going fast now. And then you go, and then you back up and go, wait a minute, a five thousand pound SUV with four guys in gear going 140 to feel fast is nuts. <laughs> yeah, so funny. Well, I
0: uh, I know Todd and I have to thank you yet again because mm-hmm. both these guys took their vacation time, and as a matter of fact, we had somebody else lined up, and I called Edgar very last minute, yeah. and I remember talking to you, Edgar, and saying, "Hey, I, you know, we've got this seat open up. We'll pay for your plane ticket. Can you get the time off? Can you come out and join us?" Mm-hmm. And he was so cool with it. It took you what a day to kind of check your schedule, and then you're like. Yeah, Germany, here we come. We're yeah, on.
2: I mean, I was able to get my passport in like three days. That's which right. If right. have right. had to deal <laughs> yeah. with the passport office, you know that that's crazy.
1: That was pretty miraculous. I agree. Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that was the thing is that Tom, I mean, you guys should know kind of the backstory on both these guys a little bit. Tom is, is a fan of the show, and, and he reached out to, to me and Paul probably a year and a half ago with just some questions about the show, and we started talking with him. And, uh, and he has his own channel that we've actually mentioned before on the show called Audubon Driver. Guess what he does on that show? And so he does a lot of <laughs> high-speed runs on the Audubon. So he and I, as we started getting close to doing this trip, we called up Tom to just kind of be like, okay, we need boots on the ground and some understanding of Germany. Are you willing to help us? And he was like, absolutely, which was great and surprising. And then just looking at budgets and planning, kind of Paul already mentioned this, it was going to be the three of us, Paul and I and Tom. And then we had a friend that approached us. And had reasons to kind of go to Germany anyway. I was like, can I join you? Here's what I can do. Here's how I can help He house. was coming thought, along
0: for the fun of it, though.
1: Yeah. You know? he, well, he's no, he was not a seasoned shooter. Please don't misunderstand me. Yeah. But, th- but we needed the extra hands. And we thought, OK, he can be extra hands. Let's do that. And as we started marching toward the trip, we thought he was going to join us. And then Paul and I started kind of looking at the logistics and going, we really need him to be able to shoot. Yeah. How do we get yeah. him up to speed to shoot well? And then his schedule got weird. So about... A week or so, maybe 10 days before we're going to be in Germany, it becomes clear he can't go, at which point I said to Paul, okay, seriously, not only do we need a fourth person, Edgar, we have to get Edgar. Is there any chance he can't come? Because Edgar, here's the thing, was, you have to do. You know, are nobody, honestly. Go go back, watch our uh, M235S3 uh, piece. That's all Edgar shooting. I mean, this is a guy that's been with us forever and shoots really, really well and doesn't get enough credit for it. So I, I said to Paul, I said, I don't, and, and here's the crazy part as well. <laughs> I'm getting on a plane the next day to do vacation in Europe with my wife before right. I meet these guys in Germany. So that's I'm kind right. of about to go radio silent. So it's kind of like, hey, Paul, see if you can get Edgar. Bye, got a plane <laughs> to catch. I mean, it was insane. right. And he, that's and right. he jumped in anyway and was vital all of us were vital yeah it was it was, a, it was a good time it was incredible
2: the whole thing even even though it was like a lot la- that made it even that much better the last minute uh you know this last minute germany trip it was <laughs> awesome and it was so much fun and the breakfast was amazing <laughs> i love we you so guys love breakfast
0: because you guys were <laughs> you we had this hotel and you were thinking i don't know about this place it's kind of yeah. got crazy colors and we're just not sure. And I said, Germans know how to do breakfast. Just trust me, Thomas. You notice, you guys are the best. You've got the best spread, and I. It, it was the catalyst, and therefore I just that's want pancakes you know. With bacon. Can we we do had that the audubon in as well? so we could stay longer <laughs> at breakfast. And use the autobahn to make up time, Which so we did. that's why the Which breakfast is yeah. right. so great.
1: So we'll probably wrap this up because, like I say, we could keep going for a while, and we, we have could for keep a while. Going. I'm thrilled these guys could join us, and kind of we could introduce you further to them, and they could join us. We could talk this up. But if you have not seen, I'm going to do it. If you have not seen Pilgrimage yet, yes, it's on Vimeo. Yes, it is available on Blu-ray. We are shipping Blu-rays worldwide, so no matter where you are, you can get a Blu-ray from us. Uh, We're doing our premiere this coming Wednesday, the day after this podcast releases, the 16th. We're doing our only big screen premiere in the Park City area. If you're kind of near Park City, you want to come. We have hundreds of seats total. Only some are spoken for. So come join us. If you have not rated the podcast, hey, maybe uh, maybe it should be Tom, Edgar, and Paul and Todd all the time. I don't know. You Tell us about it. But rate the podcast either way. Rate this episode. It's great to have these guys with us. And, yeah. uh, and yes, we have two other films. Guess what? We have films. It's not just weekly uh, <laughs> weekly podcasts and videos. We have films as well. So please join us for all of those. And rate and review while you're there.
0: Yes, thanks to you guys. And thanks again to Tom and Edgar for joining us. Thanks for watching and listening. And please, when you watch the film, drop us a line on Vimeo. Mm-hmm. Write to us at mm-hmm. everydaydrivertv at gmail.com. I am off to f- fulfill Blu ray orders yes, because are. those are starting to ship and those are pouring in. So, thank you guys. And there's a lot of extras, a lot of fun extras. You can actually see Edgar dancing on one of the extras. So, that is the reason to buy the Pilgrimage Blu ray. So, please remember order that. Uh, it, it does happen. Yes, trust me. I have the footage and I use it, it. it. It's on there. So, we've got extras on there. And thank you guys so much for watching and listening. And uh, yeah, here we go.